back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits for Tuesday, May 29th edition. We got a locked and loaded 14 game slate on tap. Hope everybody had a good holiday Monday. I was able to relax with family and friends and remember what the holiday was all about. We head into Tuesday. Let's get over your totals on the slate. You got Cubs Pirates at 8. Nick Kingham coming back for the Pirates. Looking forward to that. Astros Yankees 9. Nationals Orioles 9. Angels Tigers 9. Blue Jays Red Sox 9. Waiting on the Mets Braves total as Annabelle Sanchez getting activated from the DL in a spot start role. Cardinals Brewers 9. Twins Royals 9. Giants Rockies 11.5. That's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 straight totals. Of nine or higher. So, yes, not good, Bob. Reds, D-backs, eight. Rays, A's, eight. Marlins, Padres, seven. Phillies, Dodgers, seven and a half. And Rangers, Mariners, eight. So, there's going to be a lot of interesting pitching and a lot of good hitting matchups. You got Coors Field on tap for you as well. Quick look at your weather. Uh, Angels, Tigers blowing in from left field about 11 miles an hour. Mets, Braves blowing in from center at 11 miles an hour. And a lot of rain chances there as we saw yesterday. So keep an eye on that one. Giants, Rockies, and Coors, about 15% chances of rain. Worth the risk, it seems like, unless something really gets crazy. And then Rays, A's, blowing out the center field about 13 miles an hour. Let's get into the pitching. Out of the 28 pitchers going today, I got nine of them to talk about real quickly. I'm going to kick it off with Charlie Morton, $12,100 at the New York Yankees. Morton has been absolutely outstanding this year. I uh, already faced the Yankees once in Houston, and he threw uh, seven and two-thirds, one run, 10 Ks, 36.9 DraftKings points. We saw Verlander do his thing yesterday, and you never know. He get, he had a, uh, Morton had a rough start against Cleveland, got you 18.7, but all in all this year has been absolutely outstanding. One of the top pitchers in all of baseball, kind of out of nowhere. 22.6% K rate for the Yankees versus right-handed pitching. To deal with Morton's 27.7%. K rate, 52.6% ground ball rate, all outstanding things there. Yankees have a 4.4 total. Lefties, 267. Righties, 263 off Charlie Morton. So Morton at 12-1 is a very intriguing GPP play if you're paying the top, which many might not today with all the hitting that is available. Next up, you got Kenta Maeda at 10,800. Just want to mention him because he's been absolutely filthy his last couple starts. We were all over him his last start against Colorado and Miami. 36-plus points in both of those starts. One thing you're going to notice is um, even in his rocky start against the Reds, we got five earned for 3.9 points. Their goal is to get him like 25 batters faced. It's not as much of a pitch count as it is batters faced with uh, Kenta Maeda right now. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. But he is going up against the Phillies team, which if you saw the highlights yesterday, you saw it live. Reese Hoskins took a foul ball to the face. It was nasty. I... Uh, Saw that before I was heading to bed last night. Have not read a report yet, so I do not know exactly what the extent is, but it's probably out there already. And it just didn't look good. He went straight to the locker room, not pretty at all. The Phillies strike out over 26% of the time. To go with Maeda's almost 27% strikeout rate. So it's a phenomenal spot for Maeda. If you don't want to pay up for Morton, it's a, it's a really, really good look. The Phillies have the second lowest total on the slate at 3.26. Lefty's 291, righty's 275. So Maeda at 10,800. Very, very much in play for you tonight. Could be one of the top options up here. The last guy I'll talk about in the 10K and above range is Blake Snell. Snell that Snell. This kid has been outstanding. Uh, back-to-back 26.8, 30.5 point performances. He's been just great this year, averaging over 20 points a game. 
He has been better at home than on the road, but he's pitching in Oco Coliseum, which is a great pitcher's environment, and he's facing the A's team that strikes out almost 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching. So there's definitely a lot to like there when we're talking Blake Snell. The A's have a total of 3.95 lefties, 284, righties, 318. They do have a little bit of power, but no Chris Davis definitely helps the Blake Snell route on that one. Plus, they also went 13 innings on uh, Monday. So a lot of bullpen action there. And we know how much they're going to need their bullpen in a couple days. So Snell might get asked to go a little bit longer than usual. So at 10-6, he is in play. Your pitchers up top, Morton is outstanding. I go Maeda 1, Snell 2, Morton 3, just based on uh, price and matchups. But uh, all great picks if you're paying up top. Now we've dropped below the 10K range, and you got Tyson Ross, 9200 bucks. This is a great starting point if you don't want to pay up. He's at home against the Miami Marlins. He's looking healthy. He's going 100-plus pitches time and time again. Uh, he's getting you 20 or 31, 21, uh, basically double digits in every start this year. So when he gets blown up, he at least gets you 11 or 12 points, which is better than what you've seen a lot of other guys do. But he's got 20 to 30-point upside facing the Miami Marlins team. That does strike out at a 24% rate versus right-handed pitching, which is outstanding. He's got his 45% ground ball rate, 21% strikeout rate, and the Marlins have the lowest total on the slate at 3.1. Lefties 359, righties 290. Lots and lots and lots to like there with Tyson Ross at 9,200 bucks. Could be the top play on the slate if you don't want to pay into the five-digit range. Dropping down to Michael Waka Waka Waka, 8,400 bucks. At the Milwaukee Brewers. It's a little sketchy with Waukee. He's been much better at home than on the road this year. Um, DraftKings-wise and ERA-wise. 4-6 ERA on the road. 2-2-1 at home. It's three road starts compared to 10 at home. He's kind of dodged the bullet, I guess. But he's coming off of three straight starts of 19 or more DraftKings points. He has 14 or 15 or more in four straight. Uh, if you go throughout the entire season, his first start of the year against the Mets was ugly. His... Two, Sixth starting year against the White Sox was ugly. Outside of that, he has four. He has eight starts of basically 15 or more points. So eight of his 10 starts essentially getting you 15 or more points, which is outstanding. Uh, 8400 bucks is a good price tag. It's a tough park in Milwaukee. But it's a Milwaukee team that strikes on almost 25% of the time. Walker's been getting the Ks the last few starts. Ground ball rate of 46%. Uh, we know Milwaukee does have power. It's not the easiest matchup. They have a 4.5 total. Lefty's 336. Righty's 381. Um, they have above-average Wobas and Isos versus right-handed pitching. It's, it's an interesting matchup, to say the least. But Waka has been really, really good this year, a lot better than people give him credit for. He gets overlooked a lot on these DraftKings slates. I was on him last time, and we were on him last time in that day game. He pitched really, really well. I think he's a very solid GPP play today because, like, like I said, he's got two really bad starts, but eight starts where he gets you at least 15 or more points, which is outstanding. At 8400 bucks with big K upside against a, a Milwaukee team that's hit or miss. Hopefully we get the miss. But Waka can make for a really nice play. Um, even on a slate with all this with all this hitting, Waka could be a top option. Like yesterday we had Caleb Smith and Trevor Cahill at like 81 and 73 respectively. They were phenomenal. Both 20-plus points. Cahill almost 30 points, I think, or maybe even got there. Um, and you don't always have to pay up. It's nice because it's knock on wood usually the safer play, usually. But not always. And walk at 84 could be that nice, nice uh, price range we're looking at today, all things considered. But a little, little risk with Milwaukee, but I, I do like Waka a lot. 
going to mention our boy because he seems to have right, or let me see if I say this correctly, my vocabulary is not always the best, righted the ship, um, corrected the ship, I don't know, righted the ship, maybe I need to figure that out, but uh, Luis Castillo, $8,000, he's in Arizona, which is scary, but hey, humidor, right? He's got you 20 or more points in three or four starts. He's got you 17.5 or more in four or five. He's looked really, really good of late. He had one bad start against the Cubs, and it wasn't even that he was that bad. He has only had four Ks. He had one earned in six innings. He walked five. That's what killed him. He walked five. He's been really, really, really good of late, and Arizona is dreadful versus right-handed pitching. Absolutely dreadful. They strike out 26% of the time. Again, we've been saying it all year with Castillo. His peripherals are great. He's just running into bad luck. He's striking out over 25%. Swinging strike rate of 13.5%. Ground ball rate of 54%. He's been outstanding. Uh, and again, you face an Arizona team that cannot hit right-handed pitching to save their life. They have a 4-1-5 total. Lefty's 367. Righty's 321 versus Castillo. But the, Rock, or the Diamondbacks, 269 Woba, which is dreadful for right-handed pitching. And a 129 ISO. They are really, really bad versus right-handed pitching. So I think Castillo at 8K could be a sneaky play. Maybe... D-backs, bats are waking up. Homer Bailey does not qualify as a right-handed pitcher to scare you. So I'm thinking yesterday with a big grain of salt. And I'm thinking Castillo could be a nice play. I think he'll go super low on because people still view Arizona as a hitter's park. Some of some people, not all, some people. And they'll see yesterday's outburst and think maybe they're back. So Castillo at 8K, as like all pitchers, bring risk to the table. But his upside is tremendous in this spot. Kyle Gibson, seventy three hundred bucks at the Kansas City Royals. Gibson is one of those guys in the short sample we have here, splits wise. He's had five home starts, five road starts. Much, much better on the road. A two six one ERA on the road compared to a five seven six ERA at home. He's somehow, you know, in a friendly confines of Minnesota, has struggled. But he goes to Kansas City's Kauffman Stadium, even a, a humongous pitcher's park, giant pitcher's park. But he's facing a Royals team that only strikes out 17.5% of the time. Gibson does have a 50% ground ball rate, 19% strikeout rate. Kansas City's team total is 4-3. Lefty's 3-12, righty's 3-49. A very, very bad ISO of 119 versus right-handed pitching for the Royals. So Gibson at 73 will be overlooked. Is an intriguing matchup. Not the biggest K upside, which we usually like to target, but does bring something interesting to the table. So in your 7-8-9 range here, you got Castillo 1, Waka 2, Ross 3, Gibson 4. I can see Waka being 1 and Castillo being 2. It's kind of a, a mix-up right there in that middle range. Let's drop down below into the 6K and below range. Got a couple guys to target here. We got Dan Straley at 6300 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Straley's returned from the DL, and he had a, a couple rocky starts to get things loose, but his last three starts... 17.1, 28.2, and 17.3. That was at home against the Braves, at the Braves, and at the Mets. So not world beaters, but still decent lineups, especially in the Braves. And now he goes to San Diego against a team that, well, let's face it, not world beaters. 6,300 bucks. Of a Padres team that's striking out almost 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That is not good, Bob. Not good. Australia does give up fly balls and hard contact, something to keep in mind there. But the Padres are 3-9 total. Uh, a 284 Woba and a 121 ISO, both way below average for right-handed pitching. So Australia at 63, he should be the popular punt play, and he'll be in a lot of lineups for myself and other people tonight. And the other one, I'm going to mention him. I tweeted it out last night when I was doing my research, putting my notes together for the show. Danny Duffy is $4,000. Yes, it's risky. We know this. This is what Danny Duffy does. 
but he's boomer bust. He had 25.7 his last time out against Texas. We mentioned him on the pod as a potential punt option. Uh, Eno Saris and some others have come out with the, the fact he's been tipping his pitches, I believe his slider. He's tilting his head back a little farther or some, something like that, and he's, he's working on it. Those are things you can fix, and that's what I like to hear because Duffy has shown in his starts he's got the strikeout stuff there. He's, he, he has his good stuff, and then he just gets blown up. And, and, you know, you're facing Minnesota where you got Dozier and you got Sano's back and stuff like that, which is a little, you know, unsettling. But Duffy has upside. Minnesota strikes out 25% of the time versus lefties. When you look at Duffy's numbers, he's got a 20% strikeout rate, almost 21, uh, a 10.8% swinging strike rate, 37.5% ground ball rate, low hard contact. His fastball still hitting a good good velocity there. Lefties are hitting 379, righties 416, so it's risky. But you have a Minnesota team with a barely average Woba of 309 versus lefties and a below-average ISO of 148 versus lefties, which is not good. Not good at all. So it's really a hit or miss. You go in at 4K, you're going to get all the bats in the world, all the bats on the slate. And all you really want from Duffy is to get me double digits. And he has upside, like I said, his last time out 25.7. But if you go game lock hunting, which is not always the way to do things, I just mentioned it to let you know what guys' DraftKings points are relevant to what people perceive their performance to be. You know, outside of 25.7, he had a 1, a minus 14.9, so those aren't good. But then a 19.2 against the Baltimore Orioles in Baltimore, a 10.4 against the Red Sox, you take 10.4 at $4,000. He had a 7.3, want more but not bad, minus 4.7, but then 26.5, 19.8, 9.2. So over half his starts are starts you can live with, and he's got a couple really, really good starts. The stuff is there for Danny Duffy. It's very inconsistent, very, very inconsistent. But $4,000, to me, some will call me crazy. We might chat in the Slack chat later tonight or tomorrow morning. People go, Bubba, you were really wrong on this one. I'm okay with being wrong on $4,000. If Danny Duffy was $6,500, I'd take Dan Straley in a heartbeat. I still like Dan Straley a lot in this matchup. I think Dan Straley's matchup and Danny Duffy's matchups price-wise are similar. You're saving 2300 bucks. Yes, Minnesota brings a little more thump to the table and a little, a little more scare. But as a whole, price-wise, value-wise, Danny Duffy stands out a little stronger to me on this slate. If you don't want to do it, I totally get it. But I wanted to talk about it because people think it's crazy. They don't like to take that gamble. As you know, if you've been listening long enough, we gamble on this show. That's how you win GPPs. That's how I won my big one last year. That's how you do it. You have to be willing to take the risk. You have to be willing to have those ugly, ugly nights where things just don't work out. Because when they do, it is glorious. So... Your pictures down below, I got Duffy 1, Straley 2, purely on your risk tolerance. Recapping your pitching real quick, you got Miana 1, Snell 2, Morton 3. In the middle, you got Castillo and Waka 1A, 1B, Tyson Ross 3, Kyle Gibson 4. And then down below on your pitching, you got Danny Duffy 1, Dan Straley 2. Let's get to the bats for this 14-game slate. Before we do so, let me talk to you about draft. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Fun way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting. Drafts done in under five minutes. There's all kinds of sizes. There's head-to-heads, three minutes, five minutes, so on and so forth. Uh, it's a great way to play. you got basketball, hockey, golf, baseball, football, golf. you got the Memorial coming up. Absolutely loaded field. Go check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast we dropped last night. Myself, Bucks, and Jesse. It is an awesome field coming up Sunday or this weekend. Go try some draft for that. Tons and tons of fun. NFL best balls coming up. 
best part about it, when you make your first deposit, use promo code SD Sports and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. It could be a best ball $3. It can be baseball $3, golf $3, whatever you prefer. But go check it out, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports when you check out for free entry into a free $3 tournament. Let's get into the bats on this loaded slate. We kick it off with Posey and Coors at 4,200 versus Freeland. If you want to go there, I don't blame you. But you can also drop down and save some cash at the position. You got guys like Evan Gaddis who have been heating up mightily, crushed left-handed pitching facing CC Sabathia at 3,800 or Max Stasi at 37. Both of them play for you there. You got Yasmani Grandal at 36 versus Jake Arrieta. Mr. I pitched a contact Jake Arrieta, which sometimes can backfire. If Nick Hundley gets the catching job for the Giants, he's 3,500 in Coors and very, very much in play, returning to his former club, and he's been very formidable this season. After that, we drop down some more, and you got the likes of uh, Chris Iannetta in Coors. is not bad. Uh, Devin Mezrock has actually been playing well, going up against Animal Sanchez at 3,300. Could be a nice play for you there, as we know Animal can get hit hard, especially by lefties. So Mezzarocco at 33 is in play for you. Um, C.S. Cervelli's in the lineup, or Elias Diaz for Pittsburgh against Leicester. You could target Leicester all day long. Uh, Tucker Barnhart versus Zach Godley in, in Arizona at 32 in play as well. And you got guys like Tyler Flowers, 3,200 versus Steven Matz. Love that. Uh, Flowers is swinging a hot, hot bat. Steven Matz, not good. Uh, Braves, uh, lefty's 301, righty's 350 off of Matz this year. So a guy like Flowers at 32 is a solid play uh, in the in the lower range. Or Kurt Suzuki at 31, whichever one cracks the lineup for Atlanta. We drop below 3,000. You got the likes of uh, nothing really standing out. Maybe a Johnny Lucroy at 29 versus Snell if you want to fade there. Have a one-off. He has career-wise hit lefties extremely well. Um, Walters of Colorado at 2,700 versus Samars is a super cheapie uh, behind the dish for a Colorado bat. Mitch Garver of Minnesota. Very hit and miss, but he's had some very, very big games. Going up against Danny Duffy at 27. If you aren't using Duffy, that's a great, great cheap bat to use there at the catcher's position. Other than that, see what else comes out. There will be tons of options at the catcher's value spots as usual. But Garver is definitely the value on the slate if you're not using Duffy. And, and you know, when you're using a $4,000 Duffy, you can probably use a Mitch Garver if you wanted to also. just to uh, You won't need to because you have all the money in the world. But you don't have to fade your pitcher completely. He's priced down because he's expected to give up some runs. First base, you got Belt and Coors. Lefty, lefty, I don't care. Belt's been great at 5,300. He is in play. Same with Freddie Freeman versus Steven Matz at 52. Lefty, lefties, ignore those on those two guys. There's others as well, but don't really care too much. Joey Votto versus Zach Godley in play at 4,700. When you look at the Reds, um, team total, 3-9. Lefty's 335, righty's 405 versus Godley. Godley has been a little broken this year. So Votto at 47 is worth a look. Uh, Rizzo, absolutely on fire. He had a very cheap slide, in my opinion, yesterday, a pretty dirty slide. Uh, that People might disagree with that. But in his last 10 games, he has been just straight fire, averaging 10.4 a game. He had 26 yesterday. He's on like a 13-game hitting streak, I think, and he's just crushing baseballs. So a really good spot there at 4,500 versus Kingham. Don't hate that at all. Again, Posey's 4,200. Prefer him a catcher over first base, but he's there. Uh, Mitchie, two bags, 4,100 versus Estrada. Definitely in play yet again. He had only three points yesterday, which was surprising, but he's been crushing baseballs, hit in the middle of that order against uh, against Estrada. is a great, great call there. 
Justin Smoke at 4K is interesting versus Porcello. Don't mind it at all. I'd prefer Moreland, but don't hate it at all. When you go down farther, you got the likes of Joey Gallo at 3,900 in your GPPs versus uh, King Felix. Miguel Sano, I mentioned he's back. He homered yesterday. He's first base, third base eligible now in DraftKings. And he's facing Danny Duffy at 39. Again, if you're not using Duffy, that turns out to be a very, very solid play. Uh, a little farther down, our boy Carlos Santana's crushing baseball. is not really looking to target Kenta Maeda, but he is there. Uh, farther down you look, you got guys like... Uh, Max Muncy swinging a good stick, first base, third base for the Dodgers at 3,600, a little cheaper option. But guys like Ryan Healy against Austin Bidman's Dirk at 3,500. Healy still hitting it well. They have a 4-5 total. Lefty's 409, righty's 305 versus Dirk. Dirk's isn't that good. So Healy at 35 could be a nice cheapie. Trey Mancini at 34 versus Jeremy Hellickson, another cheapie you could look at there. Um, a few others. Uh, Yuli Gurriel at 34 versus CC Sabathia is a nice cheaper option for you. And there will be some more. Say Pablo Sandoval cracks the lineup. He's first base, third base eligible at 32 and Coors. He's actually been playing pretty decent the last few games. So I don't completely hate it. So there will be tons of options as you uh, keep going. But uh, Justin Bohr is the last one I'll mention. He's 3K versus Tyson Ross. Lefties can hit Tyson Ross a bit. So Bohr at 3K could be an option. But tonight, as much as we usually like value at first base, tonight be, might be one of those nights to kind of be in the 4K and above range and di- differentiate elsewhere. But we'll see where things shake out. You might get some value and good lineup positioning and whatnot. Second base, you got Ozzy Albies at 51. He crushes left-handed pitching. Crushes it. Uh, absolutely love that play. We've got to watch the weather because it looks like I wouldn't be shocked if that gets rained out. But then you got Altuve versus Sabathia. Altuve went deep yesterday. Uh, going up against CeCe at 49 is in play for you. Uh, Scooter Jeanette, 4,500 versus Godley. Very solid. He has, he's been crushing baseballs. you got Solarte at 42. Cesar Hernandez at 43. I'd try to go to Jeanette, if not then Caesar, if you're going that way. Or you could drop down to the likes of Jed Lowry at 4K, or one I really like, if it doesn't rain, as Drupal Cabrera at 39 versus Animal Sanchez. If you don't have as Drupal at 39, you got Brian Dozier versus the lefty Duffy at 39, which is a great play if you're not playing Danny Duffy. And then Matty Carpenter, he's heating up. Second base, third base eligible. Went deep again yesterday. He's averaging 11.5 in his last 10, his last 3, 17, 14, 17. He's still only 3800 bucks. You look at uh, Zach Davies. The Cardinals have a 4-5 total. Lefty's 372. Righty's 373. Yeah, the Cardinals let us down yesterday with a phenomenal matchup. Somehow Suter shut him down. Another good spot today. Matt Carpenter at 38 could be a very, very good play for you. I don't mind it. One of the best price plays at the second base position. He's third base eligible also if you need him there. Johnny Scope at 37 versus Hellboy is in play for you. But Josh Harrison at 36 versus John Lester. Don't mind that at all. Harrison's been a hit or miss lately since returning from the DL, but an interesting play there versus uh, Harrison. I mean, versus Lester. You go down a little farther, you got Neil Walker at 35. Probably not going there, but like a Descalso at 34 could be a cheaper play. Daniel Robertson at Tampa Bay at 34 is a cheaper you can get behind. Um, a few others, maybe a Brock Holter and Eduardo Nunez at 32 if you want to get real weird. Not the best plays, but could get real weird for you. Uh, Rugi Odora GPPs at 31 versus King Felix. Other than that, you'll find like maybe Pat Vileka gets the spark, start at 3K. You guys like Joey Wendell, Ryan McMahon, a few others like that. But uh, check lineups, another position where you might need to go about 3,500 or above. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors at 54. Solid. Chris Bryant is intriguing. Travis Shaw, intriguing. I do like me some Aoheniel Suarez at 44. Quite a bit there. 
Eduardo Escobar switch hitting at 4,100 can be in play for you. Alex Bregman versus CC at 4K is solid. Same with Matt Chapman and GPPs only at 4K versus Snell. But Jake Lamb at home against Castillo at 39 could be a play. We talked about how cheap he was yesterday. He got you nine points versus Bailey. Castillo's much better. Still an intriguing play there for Jakey Lamb. Miguel Sano at 39. Talked about him earlier. You got Mike Moustakas versus Gibson at 38. Nice price tag there. And also, again, Matt Carpenter at 38. So a couple nice $3,800 there. But one that's mispriced completely. A guy that's crushed lefties in his career. He had 19 DraftKings points last night with two doubles going three for five with three RBIs. He's got seven or more in three straight starts. He's just been very productive. He's in Coors Field for the San Francisco Giants. Evan Longoria going up against Kyle Freeland at 3700 bucks is a steal. That is an absolute steal. Uh, Heimer Candelario at 37 is a good good price tag as well. Don't hate that. Uh, Pedro Alvarez for GPPs at 35 You could look that direction. Kyle Seeger at 35 is a great price tag if you need to go down there. Very much in play for you. Uh, Rafael Devers at 33 Always tilting Rafael Devers, but he's in a good spot for you there also. Don't hate that. Um, other than that, again, check your lineups, but that's a, that Longo price is a little too cheap for my likings in Coors Field. Shortstop. Machado at 52 is in play pretty much every day. We just know this. Then you got Trevor Story and Coors. He's been hitting yesterday with lefties and Coors automatic. Still a good spot here tonight at 4,600 versus Samarja. Not as ideal, but still a very good spot, uh, start. Carlos Correa at 44 is in play versus CC. I like that a bit. Xander at 43 versus Estrada. Both solid looks for you there. Again, Eduardo Escobar at 41. Talked about him. Uh, you go down farther. You got Marcus Simeon. He does hit lefties well in his career at 39 versus Snell. Just not looking to target Snell a ton. But I got like Jerkson Profar at 36 versus King Felix is worth a look for you. A little cheaper. Uh, you slide down some more. Dansby Swanson at 33 versus Mats can be in play if it doesn't rain. And lineup. You don't want him by himself batting eighth. That sucks. Other than that, though, you're going to have to look at uh, lineups because there's not a ton of value. Like Johan Camargo stands out and uh, Ahmed Rosario again in the crappy rain game. So you might be paying up at the shortstop position, which we've seen quite a bit this year. Quite surprising that that has happened. Ted of the outfield. Where it'll be locked and loaded. Mookie Betts is supposed to be back. He's 6K. He's in play. You got Charlie Blackman versus Samarza and Coors at 55. That's outstanding. Blackman's been heating up of late. So that's a great play for you there. You got J.D. Martinez and Ben Intendi versus Estrada. Both outstanding plays at 52 and 5,100 respectively. So those are some good targets for you there. But this is Captain Obvious stuff. You expect it. Starling Marte versus John Lester at 49. GPPs absolutely love it. Low owned will be good. Springer at 48 is in play for you. As well, you go down a little farther, like a, a Mitch Hanniger against Bivens Dirks. I can get behind uh, Christian Yellick if you aren't using Waka at 44 is a solid look for you. Nick Markakis crushes lefties. He's 4,200. Nomar Mazar versus King Felix at 42 is in play. I'm not naming everybody. There's a lot of good options. There are a lot of good options. But David Dahl and Coors at 41. If he's playing, he left a little banged up yesterday. I do like that quite a bit as well. Sensu Chu at 4K versus King Felix. Is worth a look. Denard Span as well at 4K versus Bibbins Dirks. Both uh, options for you there. Ian Happ, Ben Zobris, both at 4K versus Kingham. So you got some good looks in this 4K range to play with. Uh, Michael Conforto at only 39 versus Animal is worth a play. Mac Williamson and Coors versus Freeland at 39 is ridiculous. That is outstanding. That is immense power against Freeland. The Giants are really, really cheap tonight. I'm not sure why. I felt like they were more expensive yesterday unless I totally missed that one. So we might be stacking some Giants for cheap tonight. This is a little interesting here. 
We got Cargo and Coors at 39, another good play there. So another cheap Coors piece of the puzzle. You can sack Coors relatively easy tonight without having to give up too much on pitching, it looks like. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Castellanos at 39 is in play almost every day, especially at that price point. Uh, you go down more. Uh, Brandon Nemo at 38, another homer yesterday. Love that kid. He's so damn good. Gorky Hernandez, only 3800 bucks Went deep again yesterday. He's riding like a 13-game hit streak, 10-game hit streak, whatever it is. He's crushing baseballs at 38. That's a great play. Um, man, locked and loaded there. Absolutely love it. You go on a little farther, maybe Austin Jackson or Andrew McCutcheon at 37 in Coors. The Coors bats are cheap for the Gigantes. Absolutely ridiculously cheap. I hate just saying stack Coors, but when they're priced like that, it's hard not to. Uh, Travis Jankowski at 36 for Straley can be an interesting option. Get on, steal some bags. Uh, David Peralta at 35 is a cheapie you can get behind. Gerardo Parra is only 3500 in Coors. That can be worth the play as well. So another cheap one to target. Uh, Justin Upton's only 35 versus Fulmer. I can get behind that in the GPP. Trey Mancini at 34 as well. One to look at. Uh, after Trey, you got uh, Noel Cuevas. Usually faces lefties. He's in the line at 34 for the Rocks. Uh, Leonis Martins only 34 versus Tropiano leading off. He could like that quite a bit as well in that matchup. As you continue to slide down the wonderful list, Chad Pender at 34 is a guy that you like to target versus lefties with his power. Uh, Austin Slater, if he gets to start for the Giants, he's 3,300 versus Freeland. More value could be opening up. It's ridiculous. And I'm shocked by this pricing, to tell you the truth. But Juan Soto at 32 versus ben Bundy. Love that as a value play because Bundy's been really good, but if he's off, Soto can take advantage of it at that price tag. Uh, Marcelo Zuna at 3,200 versus Davies. Absolutely love that price tag as well. He's going to bust out in a big way. Recorded Bench with Bubba episode 97 with Lance Brzdowski last night. Always love interviewing Lance. We talked about some, some surprise hitters and pitchers and disappointing hitters and pitchers. And Ozuna's numbers, it's confusing. Why they, like, if you look at his stat cast, he's hitting the ball better than he has his entire career. He's going to go on a run pretty soon, so just be ready for that. They go down some more. You got guys like you know Jason Hayward, blah. Marwin Gonzalez at thirty-one, maybe Mark Connor at thirty-one does bring that big boy power against lefties, so keep that in mind. Farther down we look, uh, maybe an Alex Gordon at three K could be a cheapie. Byron Buxton at three K versus Danny Duffy's another cheapie. Brian Anderson's always a cheapie at three K. I told you facing uh, the lefty yesterday could be a good play. He got you ten points. He's not flashy by any means. But those pesky Marlins get it done yet again. Um, other than that, you're going to have to check lineups. There'll be some more that pop up. Maybe a Nick Williams for 29. Robbie Grossman for 29. Does switch hitting and lefties really, really well. So he's a guy you can keep an eye on. Uh, Guillermo Heredia at 2,800 for the Mariners. Or Ben Gamble at 28. Both nice, cheapy options also. Sean Rodriguez, 2,800. Second base outfield eligible versus Johnny Lester. He'll be a popular point of tout talk today. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books. Let's recap your pitching real quick on this slate. Up top, you got Maeda, Snell, Morton in the middle, Castillo and Waka 1A, 1B, then Tyson Ross and Kyle Gibson. Down below, you got Danny Duffy and Dan Straley. Your big totals on the slate, obviously, you're looking at Coors Field in this one. Then you got guys like the Red Sox versus Estrada, who we love. The Angels versus Fulmer, they have them with a high total. Lefty's 368, righty's 319. You could go there if you want. I'm not a big fan of targeting Fulmer, but I get it. Twins are in play. Orioles versus Hellickson, especially those lefties, are worth a look there. The Brew Crew versus Waka surprises me. Mariners versus Bibbins. Dirks is good. Cardinals. 
tons and tons as we had all those nines and above totals we talked about on a 14-game slate. Let's check a look at your BVP and send you on your way. Um, Jose Bray, you're not going to play that game. Chris Davis for the Orioles, 11 for 30, three doubles, two home runs versus Jeremy Hellickson if you want to get a little contrarian with your BVP plays. Adam Jones, 16 for 44, the double and four home runs off of Jeremy Hellickson. A couple guys to look at there. Giancarlo, 9 for 21, two doubles and a homer off of Charlie Morton. Uh, Josh Bell, 3 for 9 with a homer off Lester. I love targeting Lester, but I don't know if I need to on this slate, but he could make it work for you. With the homer, Sean Arriga's only hitting 240, but he's 12 for 50 with three doubles and three homers. Jordy Mercer, Josh Harrison, and Francesco Cervelli have all taken Lester deep. Dustin Pedroia, 14 for 31, three doubles versus Marco Estrada. Danny Martinez has taken him deep. Benintendi, 6 for 18, two doubles. Moreland, Jackie Bradley, Xander all taken Estrada deep. Justin Smoke, 8 for 32. It's only a 250 average, but two doubles and three homers. Off of Porcello, Donaldson, 12 for 39, two doubles and a homer. Pilar's got four doubles. Kendris Morales, two homers. Something to look at there, maybe, against Porcello, who's been really, really good this year. So I'm, I'm afraid to go stacking him, but you never know. Michael Conforto, Bautista, Ezdrubal Cabrera have all taken Animal Sanchez deep. Um, Jed Jericho, 11 for 17 with four doubles and a homer. It's a 647 average for Zach Davies. And you can get Jericho very cheap at the third base position. He let us down yesterday. Maybe he gets it back today, but Matt Carpenter's one we do like. He's 9 for 21. It's a 429 average. Four doubles, two homers. Marcelo Zuna, 6 for 14 with a double uh, against uh, our boy Zach Davies. So the Cardinals, they're a tilting offense, but they could go off at any moment. They're in another great matchup tonight in a great hitter's ballpark, so I'm not going to completely ignore them. If Drew Buterin gets the start for Kansas City, a cheap, cheap catcher, 6 for 9 with a homer off Gibson. Lustock is 10 for 32 doubles and a homer. Alex Gordon, 12 for 37, two doubles and a homer. Uh, even Alcides Escobar, 13 for 43 doubles. Salvi Press has taken him deep twice, so some good history there with the Royals versus uh, Kyle Gibson. Robbie Grossman, told you he hits righty, or lefties really, really well. He's 2,900 tonight. He's 6 for 13, two doubles and a homer off of Danny Duffy. Uh, Dozier does not have a homer. He has four doubles and 35 at-bats. He's 8 for 35. Snow has taken him deep, but hitting a buck 33. Ian Desmond, 10 for 26, three doubles, two homers off Samarja. I still don't trust you, Desmond, but if you want to. But Gerardo Parra, 13 for 33, a double, two homers, a 394 average. Nolan Arenado hitting 406, 13 for 32, four doubles, and a triple. Ionetta, Blackman, Cargo, Trevor Story, all have taken a deep. As a team, the Rockies are hitting 306 and 216 at-bats against Jeff Samarja with 15 doubles, three triples, eight home runs. They have an 855 OPS, a 368 Woba, a 208 ISO for Jeff Samarja. Oh, and they're in Coors Field. Just throwing it all out there. Gorky Hernandez, 6 for 12 with a homer off Freeland. Told you he was cheap. Nick Hundley, if he plays, 5 for 14, two doubles and a homer. The rest are pretty small samples, but um, the, the price tags are way too cheap in that matchup. That's it. I'm not a fan of always targeting Coors. I actually prefer to fade Coors if I can. It might be tough tonight. And Freeland's been really good this year, so maybe he makes everyone, or me and others, bite their words, but the price tags are just too cheap. Um, Scotty Schebler, 2 for 2, 2 homers versus Zach Godley. Votto, 4 for 6, the double and homers, so small samples, but some good success there. They've uh, taken care of business against him in a small sample size. A lot of BVP today. It's kind of nice. Profar, 5 for 12 with a double off King Felix. No more Mazzara, 4 for 13 with a homer. Since you choose hitting 254, but 15 for 59, three doubles and a homer. 
Ruggie Odor's taking him deep twice, of course, hitting 161, but that's what Ruggie does. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, three freight with a double and a homer. Nick Williams, Althair, all homered off of Mayena. And that'll do it. That'll do it for your BVP, and that'll do it for Quick Hits. Thanks for joining me yet again. Check us out online at thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. I am at BDentric. Again, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast dropped last night, previewing the Memorial Jacks Tournament. Lots of good stuff there. Loaded, loaded field. Um, I'll have the Bench with Bubba episode 97 out later tonight. Uh, it's on YouTube right now with Lance Prozdowski. Great stuff there, as always. We'll have a full week of action, as always, on the side. Around the base with Bubba and Mo recording tomorrow night. Going to do some MLB draft talk with Chris Blessing of Baseball HQ and much, much more. So go to your iTunes. Give us a rate and review. Really, really need that to keep things going strong, as always. It'll always be free. Don't think I'm going that way, but it'll help me make this profitable to give you a better product and get everything paid for without you know making it work. But I try not to beg too much on my shows because I think it's pathetic. So there you go. You'll get it once in a blue moon from me. But go check it out. Join us in the Slack chat. Tons of fun talking stuff there. Season-long betting, DFS. We talk all sports. We talk it all. So come join us. Um, the Game 7s were awesome in the NBA. we got the finals as expected. Warriors-Cavs for the fourth time. The NHL Stanley Cup last night, Game 1, was lit as hell. So it was awesome. going to be a great series. But you don't care about that because you're here for DFS talk, MLB DFS talk. And this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 29th edition. I'm out.